Gamers, welcome to Sonic the Comic, the Poster Mag, number four. This is an offshot from Sonic the Comic, the podcast, as it would be almost impossible for you not to know. We are your humes who think we're in charge. I'm Dave Bulmer. And I am Chris McFeely. And we're here with you, and we're here, and we're here for you, with you, and on you. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Div. <laughs> this will be a very short one, as I'm sure you've noticed, because it's another Poster Mag. And this time, it's fine. Thank God. <laughs> Sonic the Comic the Post Mag issue number four, this time starring Shinobi. Yes, I don't think we really expected uh, Sonic the Poster Mag to, to make uh, no. Sega Superstar style digressions. We thought it would all just be Sonic. Certainly not in its totality. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I was expecting the occasional Shinobi poster, mm. but not an entire Shinobi poster mag without changing its name to Shinobi the, the poster, poster mag. mag, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is the fourth issue. This came out on April 23rd in the week between issues 24 and 25 of Sonic the Comic. And that's probably when you're hearing this episode, between yes. those episodes. Right after the second Shinobi serial. Yes. Has ended. Yes. So, lovely cover, I must say. Oh, it's real cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's lunging towards us, swooshing his sword down at us. And so he's got that thing where one foot is significantly behind and the other foot is coming sort of towards us. And there's a real sense of movement. This was the first issue of Sonic the Poster Mag that I bought. Mm -hmm. Uh, So perhaps that is why this image is so ingrained in my memory. But it's so ingrained in my memory, I thought this was what the poster was. Yes. (laughs) Not not what the poster actually is, which we'll come to later. Um, The poster's cool, but yeah, that would have been a a good poster. Would it have been a better poster? Well, no, because the whole top of it's empty. It's empty space for the logos. Nevertheless, I'm still tempted to say it might be, just because perhaps I'm used to that kind of layout of movie posters and so on, and and yet still having them up on the wall, you know? Mm. I don't know, it's good. Should mention, of course, it is uh, by John Howard, regular Shinobi artist, as is the strip inside. Shinobi! Shinobi. Way of the Warrior, written by Alan McKenzie, art by John Howard, colours by John Burns, and letters by Ellie DeVille. Following his rescue of his love Naoko from the Neo-Z, Joe Musashi finds himself hounded by the evil organization's ninjas. Fending off a group of foot soldiers, he then finds himself under attack from The Void, the Zed's supreme ninja, who is able to block his Harage radar sense and wields the deadly Iron Hand technique, with which he breaks Musashi's sword. Yeah, this is great! This is another yeah. <laughs> really good Shinobi story! This is one more page than a Shinobi story normally gets at six pages, and it is jammed! <laughs> There's so yeah. much going... I mean, it's just a fight, but it's such an eventful fight with, like, we've got, like, six and seven panel pages happening here yeah. that crams so much in. So this follows on, as we say, from the end of the second serial, where he has rescued Naoko from uh, from the Neo Zed, and uh, I mean the, the the void we met at the end of that series threatened that they were not yet done with Musashi. So yeah. here we have them coming after him, the void himself. Now I don't question any of that, but I, do does it say anywhere that it's after that? It doesn't specifically, no, but. We do have to presume. Yeah, so so they could have presented this at any time and it would have been fine, but... Well, they could have, but I do remember that the third Shinobi serial uh, makes reference to the Void's defeat in this poster, Mac. Right. So, oh, cool. So, okay. yeah, continuity. Cross-title yeah. continuity. <laughs> yeah, Um. look, I don't have almost anything to say about this because it's just a fight. But again, as with Shinobi, it, just, just being one thing means that it really gets to do that thing well. Mm-hmm. 
Now, the colors on this are by John Burns, and normally the art on Shinobi is by just by Howard himself. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a difference, but yes. it's not a bad difference or anything. It still looks and feels like like Shinobi. It, it no, I would say that the difference is more that it's using higher contrast colors. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, the blue of Shredder's uh, cowl this <laughs> Shredder. time almost looks like the base blue that the printer can print with you know what i mean it's yeah a, yeah it's quite a bright it, it kind of shines out of the page same with the green in the big panel where he's standing in a big shimmer of green um so it, it, honestly what it looks the, the the difference between the colors here can be looked at i don't think this is what it is but it seems reminiscent of just the difference between the the, the extra glossy paper here could well be because of course well no i don't know about you i'm just looking at scans of this you have a physical copy of this one Dave? Mm, yeah i've got oh this one, yeah. look at you with your physical yeah. copies and this is my and this is my last physical copy oh. of any poster mag unfortunately we will be on the scans for all the poster mags going forward then yeah but yeah, it's it, so it does look shiny, but I also think that the colours are themselves a bit more on the primary side. Sounds right. I like that this one, more than any of the previous two, this one is going full-blown ninjas as supernatural force. Yeah. Previously, Musashi is just, aside from his use of prana at the end of the second serial, which he yeah. uses again here... A uh, sort of ninja trance where the 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 breathing and, and and everything is shallowed and you draw strength from the earth to continue living. Yeah, it's gone full full supernatural, full Chinese and Japanese and Eastern mysticism because they do they refer to different martial arts, different countries here. We met the Void in the end of the previous issue, but here we have the introductory caption. He is called the Void, named after the fifth element in the Japanese classic of sword strategy, the Book of Five Rings. I looked it up. Oh. It's right. Oh. <laughs> or then um, he attacks... Like, he's got big, glowing green fists. <laughs> and uh, and the caption says, Iron hand technique. Musashi knows that some of the old Chinese martial arts masters had this ability, but he didn't think the neo Zed capable of such things. And iron palm is a thing, but that's just that technique, you know, where you thrust your hands into a bucket right. of sand a bucket of gravel and build it up to so your hands become like onto a thing of iron but they've gone full marvel iron fist with the power here lost on you yeah pretty much yeah okay yeah, well i imagine yeah. most of our audience knew what i was referring to i think they probably did yeah i mean look, <laughs> i honestly I, my brain sort of glossed over this one a little bit because it's 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 just an action sequence so they're going well now i'm using my iron fist well now i'm using my special blade and, and actually that's an interesting point because it, yeah it says no iron hand could be a match for the tempered steel of a musashi blade which does that mean the Musashi family are making blades, or does it just mean a blade? That it does he sound has? like no. It sounded like it, doesn't it? That like yeah, his, it? yeah. His family tempers their own swords. That's how I read it. Yeah. Such blades have been known to penetrate stone. <clears throat> Next action, blade penetrates stone. I like that. I like the way that mm. the the narration is sort of it's it's slightly removed from the action, as if as if it was recounting the story. You know, yeah, rather yeah. than just describing the action we see in the in the thing, and then the Iron Hand does indeed break the sword blade. He does, and uh, 
as Abby mentioned in the, our previous issue, there's a dragon in the background. Yes! You see that on dragon? the second to last page. Yeah. And he's, he's he's sort of cradling a single panel this time. Yeah, this is the one where Musashi pulls, uh, enters Prana, draws strength from the earth, and uses it to replicate the Iron Hand. Like, mm. we got Prana, and we got Harage. We've seen Harage in the regular series yeah. as well. It's his, his ninja radar. And we have, uh, we have the Void being able to block his Harage. There's no uh, yes, background that's noise. Right. There's no static... Although, interesting point about that is that here it's spelt Haregai. It's, oh, is uh, it different this time? Yeah, normally it's H-A-R-A-G-E-I, and here it's H-A-R-E-G-A-I. And, oh, um, I missed that. Well, and so I was wondering, is this one of those things where people haven't decided how to anglicise Haregai? Yeah. And I, I looked it up, and here's something interesting. Oh. The only Google result for Haregai that, as a, single, as a single word and meaning what we mean it to mean here is the stc.fandom.com wiki, <laughs> where they are unaware that it's called Haragai in the poster mag. They only mention a story called The Dark Circle, which appears in the annuals. And ah. they insist, insist that this predates all of STC. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to go on record and say that we've established that it wasn't. Well, we talked about it in the previous episode. It's still possible exactly. that the Shinobi story in that was mm. produced before the first Shinobi story in Sonic the Comic. But, well, that's two sources that say one way and another source that says another way. And, of course, the weight of actual history and the real world <laughs> speaking against it. Another thing that suggests that the Dark Circle was at least in production before STC issue one is that um well see no they say that it can be considered a prequel to the fear pavilion and if i was to read deeper into the wiki entry i would find out whether that's based on anything or not um so maybe it was put in production beforehand maybe not but what is interesting about it is that i'll just read you this bit go following a lead to an industrial estate in the city he confirms the presence of a neo zed holding through the japanese character for void the code name of the Neozede's eponymous leader. So, if they're right, and this was, we, I, I don't think it was released, but maybe no. put into production before SCC, then you have this name Void already established. Um, if not, and it happens when we think it happens, then it makes perfect sense because it fits in exactly with what's going yeah. on in, in STC. So yeah, we mentioned that on the uh, on the last episode of the regular show as well. But the, the funny thing is that like that story that you described talks about uh, the void as the leader, whereas in the regular serial he he's only presented as like their top ninja. And and mm. at the end of this story, after Musashi smashes his hand, uh, he says, take this message to your Neozeed masters. I wish nothing more than to be left alone. So the Void is not the top man. Well, So there is poor continuity between the yearbook <laughs> and subsequent Shinobi stories. Do we know if the Void is from the game? Oh, I don't think any of these things are from the game. Like the four elements, they don't seem to be so from gamey. the game. But that's so gamey. Isn't it, though? Yeah. I mean, I always loved four element stuff. I don't know, don't know why. I, I enjoy it now. Yeah. Uh, villains and heroes and things with the powers of the elements. So then, you know, I think this was probably my first exposure as a, mm. as a kid to the idea that other cultures held to the idea that there were more than just the standard earth, air, fire, and water elements. Right. And the void. And, so I, and that you know, that's always been my favorite additional element <laughs> because yeah. it's so spooky. It's so cool. You know. And, like, like I think other maybe maybe it's Chinese or maybe it's Japanese classical elements add things like wood and ice and mm. light and darkness. But uh, no, void is the 
Yeah, you know, it is the, a good one. The absence at the heart of them all, you know. That's uh, yeah, he's cool, and you know he's a badass mofo here as well. I mean, yeah, <laughs> with his big scary shredder head and his glowing fists. Yeah, he didn't make his fists glow before, did he? Unless I missed it in STC. No, not not in the previous one. But then he yeah. didn't do anything. He sat on a little stool. That's just he's learned his lesson. That's he's learned yeah. that you shouldn't just sit on a stool and instead you should do some punching and kicking. They do mess it up a little bit at the end here when the two of them do the, the very classic martial arts move <laughs> of uh, martial arts movie move I should say yes. of leaping towards each other and unleashing the same attack and then we find out which one of them has won um, where uh, the void loses but in the panel where he's cradling his poor broken hand after their fists have collided he's cradling his left hand whereas in the, in the previous panel it was his, his right hand that collided with Masashi. Yeah or at least it reads that way to me. I suppose it's possible that he could be because he's also pointing with his right hand. And... Yes I mean that's not the way to punch. You don't no. Exactly. Your finger, is I, it? I worry about that finger. So I wonder if it's that he's pointing while he jumps and he's bringing the other hand because it has got a bit of a whoosh mark as though it's being brought forward. So maybe that's why. Maybe they're supposed. But to that punch. does seem to that seems seems to be meant to be the collision starburst in the middle. You know. No, I'm talking about his other hand that he's bringing down. It's got. Do you see what I mean? It's got like a, a speed line extension of that green glowy hand stuff coming off it the the left hand yeah 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 he... well, yeah no yes that's that's definitely there but like the there's a you know at the point in the center of the panel just where his right hand and musashi's hand are there's a and a whoomph that's it sound effect it's of the, a collision it's it seems, the sound yeah. effect the whoomph sound effect to me that makes it read as if we're looking at the collision. I mean, so simple, good visual storytelling would be that that is the moment of collision. You don't draw the moment before collision. Yeah, but the this uh, honestly, I think the speed lines and the, and the magic whooshing off the other hand. That, to me, does communicate that that's the hand he's bringing towards Joe. But the wump tells me that it's happening now. But the, the, I mean, both his hands are glowing, though. Are they? The other one doesn't look like it is to me. Well, I know, it, but that's because it's it's the collision point. It's engaged both, in the wump. They're both yeah. surrounded by the wump. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at the, you know, the previous panel on the previous page, both his hands are glowing as they come in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it would make sense, like, in the, in the next panel, as he, as he, like, um, well, I don't look. I don't know what he's doing there, to be honest, because it does it does look like he's cradling his his left hand, his still on fire hand, and looking down at it. Yes. But then, actually, I've just noticed that his right hand is not cradling it, supporting it, but resting on top of it. It's on the wrist. It, it could be holding it up. Yeah, but perhaps his left arm, still glowing, is actually supporting his poor broken right hand, mm. and that is it. But but then look at the next panel, yeah. where his left hand is now the one on top. Yeah. He's not well, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's, So he yeah. heads off, sadly, to go to see the Doctor. Yes. But Musashi does not truly believe the Neozid will leave him in peace, for enemies such as they have long memories, and never let a defeat go unpunished. And uh, when uh, when the Void gets back to his Neozid masters, it's the same master who last episode said, Ah, I teach you, you've learned your final lesson. Instead of just sitting on a stool, you should do some punching and kicking and that. This time, he's gone... Ah, now you've learned the real final lesson. Don't do any punching and kicking. You might get hurt. <laughs> don't start a fight. You don't know you can win. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the action with Shinobi in Sonic the Comic and the next uh, Shinobi serial, as I said, mm. um, which is a while away, will follow on from this with the defeat of the Void having thrown the four elements into mm. chaos. 
Now, I don't know how or if the scan of the poster mag has got the poster, has it? It don't, just the thumbnail on the cover. Okay, well, perhaps you'll see it a little bit better if, if I hold it up. It's, of course, absolutely enormous, so I'll have to gradually scroll it past. <laughs> it is a cool poster, though, isn't it? I'm pretty sure I put this one on my wall for a while. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's Joe fighting a four-armed Oni. Oh man, he's four-armed. You're right. Is Oni the name for a four-armed guy? A Japanese demon. Yeah, that's what he's fighting. And uh, whoa, does make me wonder what the big Japanese characters in the top right and bottom left are. Mm. If they are indeed anything, I would enjoy <laughs> it if they meant Sonic and comic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. But you know, the vibe we get off Shinobi is that it's great fun, but perhaps not uh, the most culturally aware. Yes. The, the dragons in the background of all the panels and the bamboo yeah. tubes and everything. Certainly culturally celebratory, but perhaps in a way celebratory, that we'd, but, that we'd yeah. shy away from today. Yes, very... Uh, the sort of thing you'd expect someone raised on a diet of samurai movies mm. in the 80s to, to produce in the 90s. And you know what? I think that's this issue. That's now, what's this on issue? the back cover, though? Because... <laughs> yes, we are now at a point where they know when they're going to release the next poster mag. Ah, yes. It's now gone. This was in April. So this is yes, the poster mags have gone bi-monthly. Mm -hmm. That Sonic's back in the next poster mag. The image here is a Carl Flint drawing of Sonic graffitiing an old original style Robotnik mm. drawing. Yeah. Uh, with Robotnik out. New poster, new story, number five, on sale, 18th of June. Miss it not. I wonder if that's a generic uh, drawing that Carl Flint did for them at some point. Just, you know, they just said, draw some Sonic pictures and we'll use them whenever we need them. Quite possibly, because uh, the next issue, as I recall, is a Richard Elson drawn supersonic strip with a Carl <laughs> Flint supersonic poster. Oh, well, heavens to Betsy. I must have got that one. I'll have a further dig through my box. Do you know, I also think, we'll have to wait till we get to it to be sure, I I think it might be the first Lou Stringer story. No way. It well. might well be. Oh, well. Good old Lou. So that is in two months' time, but in the meantime, if you're looking for more episodes of our regular show, Sonic the Comic the Podcast, you'll find that on Apple Podcasts or at stctp.wigglehe.com. And you can find it on Twitter as well. It's got its own Twitter, at Sonic Podcast. And uh, we have our own as well. I'm at Demon Tomato Dave. And I am at Chris McFeely. And you'll also find us both on YouTube under those names. And Dave is on Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. And liable to do more twitching than usual, currently. If you enjoy the show, you can support us on patreon.com slash stctp. Uh, still in a slight state of disarray at the moment, wouldn't you yes. say, Dave? Uh, yeah, we haven't had the opportunity to make any... Uh rewards tears yet. Or, or anything yeah, or tears, tears or, or anything like that so we'll, yes, uh, we'll, we'll get there uh, it's just uh, uh, what we're doing is we're we're gathering the money we're letting it pool and we're hoping that we can start paying an edit uh, someone else to edit the podcast other than me at which point we'll be able to start doing bonus stuff as rewards because we but, do have plans don't get we, oh you know, yes we're not you know we're not staring at our navels we know what we want to <laughs> do it's just finding the time to do it yeah 19 kind souls have signed up to mm. the patreon already so thank you very much Kind fools, thank you. Did I, did I say kind fools? No, you said kind souls. Jake, I was <laughs> putting I was the fear into me. <laughs> I said the quiet part loud. <laughs> Our theme tune is synchronized by Sonic the Comic the Band, and you can find them and buy it at sonicthecomic.bandcamp.com. That was Sonic the Poster Mag, 
but we have been Sonic the Comic the Podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye bye! Oh, do you want to start over again and be normal? Okay.